Hey everybody, uh, it's Glenn here at Sauna Times, and welcome to this episode of Sauna Talk. Uh, this is the podcast about sauna and most often recorded on the sauna bench. Uh, this is a very special episode on two levels. Um, the first is this is the final uh, episode uh, of Sauna Talk from the Finland series. Uh, and the second reason why it is extra special is uh, I'm pleased to introduce Jasper Pakkonen. He is the founder and owner of Lolu Spa in Helsinki, Finland. Um, just an incredible facility uh, and an incredible guy. Uh, it was so great to sit down with him, and I'm just so overjoyed that you're going to be able to hear uh, the origins of Lolu Spa and what sauna means uh, to Finns um, from his words. Um, He's a leader uh, 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 known very well all over Finland. Young guy, um, deep heart, um, loved by many in Finland, and I'm just so overjoyed. And again, I have to give a big thank you uh, to Iki Stoes and Samuli for connecting me with Jasper. Um, he graciously took my text and call and um, sat down together. Uh, again, another evidence of uh, uh, the Finns' love of sauna and their willingness to be open to uh, meeting people enthusiastic about sauna. So um, before I begin, I, I want to recircle back on this uh, episode, and, and it's the 12th episode from the Finland series. And as I review these, I, I want to list them for you. If you haven't heard them, uh, I encourage you to go back and to this podcast and revisit uh, any or all of these that, that may be of relevance. Um, 12 episodes. I was in Finland for 12 days. I was crazy. Uh, I took 50 saunas in 12 days. I was a madman, but I was energized. I think, sure, there was some endorphin rush happening, but I was well-conditioned for sauna and am well-conditioned for sauna. And um, the heat is so familiar. And those that are interested in going to Finland and checking out uh, the many, many public saunas. And uh, it's not difficult. I mean, you uh, and I experienced this. If you want to talk sauna, you don't have to go far. Uh, you just visit with somebody uh, anywhere, on the tram, on the bus, in the station, on the sauna bench. Uh, sauna is part of the DNA, part of the culture. Um, and it's very comfortable and easy. Uh, so the first podcast episode, I was met this is Finland. I mean, I was met at the airport, uh, not just, hey, I'll meet you at the station or call me when you get in, but I was met at the airport, at the gate, by Jarmo Letna, who is a uh, more than a pro. He's not a pro. He doesn't get paid for his love for sauna. He is a sauna expert, and sauna is deep in his heart. I encourage you to check that out, um, where we went to uh, Sampu Sauna, which um, was just a surreal day, uh, uh, and to get Information from Yarmo is, is quite insightful about the depth of sauna. Um, number two, Risto Elema, uh, President, International Sauna Association, uh, where we sat at the iconic um, Sauna Serra, a Finnish sauna society, seven uh, saunas, most of them uh, Savu saunas, wood-fired saunas. Um, you'll hear an in-depth interview with me and Risto about the history uh, or, or the of how sauna relates globally um, number three, Dr. Yari Laukinen, cardiologist, the world leader in sauna research, um, and excited to share with you guys work that I'm doing personally and donating my time 
uh, with a nonprofit, the Sauna Research Center. On the heels of this interview, uh, you'll you'll hear uh, live and direct um, the collaborative opportunities that we're building together globally. Uh, the fourth episode, Variola Resort, up in the center part of Finland. You'll get a nice flavor from two wonderful uh, folks on staff at the resort about the culture of sauna in a resort setting. Uh, number five, um, Sartu and Karita, sauna from Finland, and their work um, sharing the authentic sauna experience uh, in other countries, Export, a great export of Finland and what that means. Uh, number six, Harvia World Headquarters, um, sitting down with Kimo and Sami, who is the marketing director. Um, they're the global leader in sauna sales. Uh, and number seven, Jesse, Jesse and Narvi Stoves, <clears throat> a surreal visit out into uh, the lakeshore, um, an old school sauna where we really spoke from the heart uh, from, from the sauna. Um, number eight, uh, T for Two Saunas. Uh, again, a shout out to uh, Samuli connecting me with uh, a wonderful, wonderful individual, Tia, who has 11 sauna properties that she manages in a catering business and a school. Uh, her right-hand assistant, Annie, um, in our visit on the sauna bench was very touching. Number nine, talk about touching, um, Karulin Sauna in Helsinki and Sada and her great work um, and her product developments. And very pleased to be offering her products here in the United States for the first time. You can see that on Sauna Times. Number 10, Sauna Timo. Uh, he died and came back to life on the sauna bench from the 2010 Finnish Global World Championships. Um, an amazing story from an amazing human being and a big-hearted guy. Um, number 11, uh, Kimo, Usi Sauna and Arlo Sauna. His history and deep um, movement toward bringing sauna forward in many capacities in a mobile environment as well as now these new public saunas and really the tip of the spear of a lot of this urban sauna revival. And if chemo's tip of the spear, number 12, this episode, Jasper, um, this is the spear, Lolu Spa. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, um, please look on Sauna Times. You'll see some photos of this magnificent uh, public um, restaurant, bar, sauna, right on the shores of the Baltic, right in Helsinki, a world a spot you have to see, uh, you know, Time Magazine, world's most uh, 100 uh, spots that you got to visit, and I couldn't agree more. So that's the history of the 12 episodes from the Finland series uh, on this podcast, Sauna Talk, and um, that's a long intro, but uh, Jasper, we met in the morning, uh, it was my last, second, my last day pretty much in in uh, in Finland, and um, we sat down and we talked about his acting career and the history uh, in every man's rights. Again, this came up a couple times in in the podcast series from Finland about you know what it means to be a Finn and land ownership uh, and sharing of of land, uh, education, the education system in Finland, um, what it means to be egalitarian in that sense, and the parallel to how it relates on the sauna bench of being equals and no titles, uh, no ego, uh, being present in that space. Uh, Lolu Spa, you'll hear directly from him on the origins and the history of this magnificent uh, project and, and structure. Um, 
Avanto, the architect, as well as the practice of going in ice swimming. Um, so that's that's it. You know, it's been a, a great time uh, to be with the Finns. Um, in a personal note, is I feel that I'm not finished. You know, even though I'm not finished, I feel very touched by the people in Finland and and the depth that they have uh, and love of sauna. Um, as as a lead-in to just being very soulful, great uh, people, all, all 12 um, that I sat down with. Uh, I consider them friends. I, I hope they consider me a friend. And by extension, you listening uh, to Sauna Times is Sauna Talk. Uh, you, I hope, consider yourself a friend of these wonderful people in the world of sauna. This episode of Sauna Talk is sponsored by Lampa Manufacturing from Tower, Minnesota. Lampa Manufacturing, the mastermind behind the Kuma Sauna Stove products, is a small family-owned company that believes in always making the best units they know how and continue striving to make them better and safer. Sauna Times offers a wide selection of Kuma products for all your authentic sauna building needs. My history goes back at least 25 years. I've owned two Kuma stoves uh, that I bought new, uh, one in 1996, the other in 2003, and both are running as well uh, as the day I purchased them. They are built like tanks, and they produce the best heat that I've ever experienced. Um, I'm very pleased to partner with Lampa Manufacturing as an authorized distributor for the products, and they can be ordered on saunatimes.com. You look at the top on the shop button, and we're very happy to provide these wonderful sauna stoves for you. Uh, another personal note I'd like to share is I had the good fortune to have Daryl Lampa on the podcast. Uh, you can uh, search sauna times podcast um, and you'll hear from probably one of the top experts in the world about uh, wood burning uh, and the process of it the clean burning the efficient burning sustainable uh, heat source uh, so check it out and welcome to this episode of sauna talk Stunningly beautiful morning here in, in Helsinki, and uh, you know, short sleeve, right? Mm -hmm. Love short yeah. sleeve. Yeah. And I'm sitting with Jasper Pakkonen. And Jasper, <laughs> that's, how, that's it, the uh, the Finnish pronunciation. Right. And how many how many people call you Jasper versus Jasper? Well, Americans usually tend to go the Jasper route until I, I usually um I usually introduce myself Jasper, which yeah. is a compromise be between Jasper and, and my real name. Jasper. A little hybrid, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool. And but I, I never re even pay attention to it anymore. Yeah, I've yeah. gotten so used to it. That's great. And how are you known? Like, uh, give us a quick little background. If you were, let me ask you a quick question. If you were walking down the street, like on your way to our interview here this morning, are you recognized? Do people? Yeah, know yeah, you? yeah. So I'm a, I'm an actor in Finland. Um, I've been an actor since the late 90s um done a bunch of uh 
film and, and TV, TV series and, um, and recently, a few years ago, I started working on a more international level. I, uh, my first real international job was on a TV show called The Vikings, um, which is an American, American TV show, History Channel. And, um, and then after that, I played the, uh, the bad guy in Spike Lee's uh, film Black Klansman. Um, so I've I've sort of ventured out to the uh, to the international international scene. And you ventured out into the dark side, being the bad guy. Right. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. seem like a nice guy. Is it right. hard to switch that on and off, being a nice guy? Well, that's on, it's uh, actually it's it's the most interesting part for me in in terms of uh, in terms of being an actor is is the uh, opportunity to play play something completely different. And uh, I mean, playing the bad guy is always the most fun part. So yeah, I'd, how, I'd much rather come? do that uh, on set and all that. Why is the bad guy the, the more fun part? I mean, it all comes down to uh, to when we were kids. You know, I mean, you'd much rather be the bad guy than the other uh, cop in in kids play. So uh, so it's just you know, it's acting is basically make believe and it's it's being little kids again and and actually getting paid for being a kid and and uh, you know. Participating in silly games. Right on. Where'd you grow up? Here in Helsinki. Right in town. Yes. And uh, tell us about some of your earlier um, recollections of sauna. Well, as for as like, I'd say pretty much every single Finnish family has the same history with saunas. Um, we all go to the uh, to the sauna together with the whole family, and a lot of my fondest memories with my with my family was was in you know a saturday night evening sauna with my mom and dad and and later on my little brother as well uh when he was born okay and, uh, so just to interject on that um how old was your little brother the first time you remember him uh, joining your mother and father in sauna uh, a few months i'm sure which is which is normal in in finland basically babies get start going to the to the sauna yeah. At the age of a, of a few months well, I'm to sure, a half a year. I must interject. I, I'm sure <clears throat> both my sons, Grant and Nate, who have seen the Spike oh. film, are going to be really psyched to know that you and I are connected. Yeah. Uh, you know, they they will relate to this. That uh, how old is your younger brother? Uh, he's uh, seven years younger. Than seven I, years yeah. younger. Okay, so Grant is four years older than Nate, and I remember bringing Nate to sauna. Um, you know those little plastic dish pans. Yeah. You know, you do, yeah, we would bring that down and fill it with lukewarm water, yeah. and Nate was the same age as your mm -hmm. your younger brother, splashing around, looking up at his older brother and his older brother's friends or his parents, yeah. uh, Julie and I. Um, so there's this beautiful synchronicity with sauna that um, your background is a lot like our family's background even though we're not Finnish mm -hmm. uh, we applied that in our family um, uh, at a very young age yeah a couple yeah. three months so and you it creates a certain bond and and it what it also does Finnish families always go to this this might be you know sound shocking for for some Americans but we always go to the sauna naked and uh, and what it does is it just removes all the taboos you know you start seeing people naked, your family naked uh, since the age of a few months and uh, and it kind of strips away all taboos and and all the uh, all the things that for Americans are so uncomfortable when it comes to nudity you yeah, know nudity is always charged with a lot of you know taboos and a lot uh -huh. of uh, sexuality where in reality nudity is is kind of like our 
state of being in childbirth. It's the most natural state of, exactly. of being for us. Yeah. And uh, and it, you know, when you're stripped away from your clothes, you're kind of stripped away from a lot of barriers and a lot of uh, you know roles and a lot of um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah. you can't. Prejudices, it's, it's, either. yeah, and uh, and so we kind of, I think, Finnish people in general grow up to be quite, you know, healthy in terms of body image, and uh, and in ter- terms of like having a healthy relationship to uh, to nakedness or nudity. Mm-hmm. I I remember going to the uh, to the sauna with my my grandparents and as a little kid, and kind of being curious about you know the wrinkly skin and. And that's how a, an old person's body looks like. Right. And uh, it's just like a general curiosity a kid has mm-hmm. at that stage. And uh, and when you grow up in th- to it uh, from a young age, th- there's never anything sexual about it. Come come pu- puberty, of course, when things start happening in your body and you've got hormones and and such, um, you, the kids start getting more conscious of their you know their body exactly of their you know the changes that are happening in their bodies and that's that's when you know the boys start going with their dads and the girls start going with their moms right and traditionally in finland uh sauna is the place where kind of like the tough awkward conversations between a son and a dad or or a mother and a a daughter are being had you Uh know sauna would generally be the place where the dad to to his teenage you know preteen or teenage son has the mandatory sex education talk uh, you know the really awkward weird yeah. you know son we have to talk about and uh, the, there's a couple of things we have to <laughs> you're at the at the age and that's that where the son is like reaching for the sauna door to say oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah i think yeah, i need like, to cool down come here on, i don't <laughs> i don't rolling need, of the yeah, eyes yeah, and, exactly yeah no that's 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 deeper um what you've explained about the nudity thing is a little bit deeper than um, I'm glad we talked about that. It's uh, it's something I really haven't touched upon with the other Finns that I've interviewed on this this tour. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it, you frame that up very well, especially juxtaposed against um, what happens in other countries and you know United States specifically. We're a very prudish place when it comes to nudity. It's only in the bedroom, and yeah. you know then you have this immediate association you know with the sensuality element of, of nudity, but. As you as you framed up, um, it's no big deal. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's and it shouldn't be. I, yeah. I remember I, I spent a year as an exchange student in uh, in Baltimore when I was seventeen, and I remember a lot of my uh, my but my best school buddies when we were talking about how Finland is and saunas, of course, and and going to the sauna with my dad. They were shocked, shocked yeah. that I've seen my father naked. Mm-hmm. They they thought. I mean, some of them thought that it's disgusting that yeah. I've seen my dad naked. Yeah. I've sat in the same room with him right. naked, right. and uh, and it was just an absurd idea for them. Right on. Um, whereas for me, it's the most natural thing. I I wouldn't even think about it. You mm-hmm. know, it's not even a thing. Yeah, not even a thing. not until you see it with the eyes of of a foreigner, you understand that in some other cultures, who don't have the same rituals, who don't have the same you know same same growing culture up, exactly growing up with that. Um, yeah it, it's it's considered something mind-blowing right on you mentioned growing up um sauna with your younger brother uh, a couple months old mm-hmm. uh, 
Where was that sauna? In Helsinki or in the yeah, country? Yeah, so my, my, my childhood home is about 10, 15 minute drive away from right where we are now, uh, still within the, uh, the Helsinki city limits. And uh, in our basement, we just had a, had a little sauna. So, I mean, pretty much every single family has, has a sauna in their, their homes. Um, there's more saunas in Finland than there are cars. So it's more common for someone to own a sauna than it is to, uh, to own a car. Um, which means everybody has one. So not putting you on the spot too much, but you are a sauna. Well, any Finn is a sauna. A, a, a great line. What one of your employees uh, said to me, oh yeah, Finland is a country of, uh, uh, down at Lolu. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fin Finland's a country of 5.5 million people and 5.5 sauna experts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you mean, are a, so you're a self-proclaimed sauna expert. So I can ask you this technical question. Um, I've been uh, told through multiple sources and multiple journals there are approximately 3.3 million saunas mm -hmm. in this country. If you had to take a guess today, what percent of that 3.3 million would be wood-fired uh, versus electric? My completely uneducated guess would be roughly half and half. Okay. Um, could be could be heavy actually on the wood-fired ones because a lot of those saunas are in the other uh, countryside. Right on. A lot of those saunas are, are you know, at a little summer cabin, your summer house, a lakeside sauna, um, and a lot of our like a Finn's dream summer cabin would be one with kind of like an off off the grid experience. You know, that's a part of the charm of. Uh, for us to go to the summer cabin, yeah. So, uh, so it has to be wood fired, right on, you know. Right on, right. And, uh, right. but, but, probably more importantly, when you go to the sauna, when you do a sauna the Finnish way, a very essential part of the whole experience is actually lighting, sparking the other uh, sauna heater, and you know, adding wood and little by little heating it up. You know, it's a ritual, and. Uh, it's um, almost when you're at a summer cabin. It's almost like sometimes it's it's like a competition. Who gets to uh, to go and and heat the sauna because everybody wants to do it. Usually it's the guys who want to do it. It's kind of like a manly thing. That yeah, to I get wanna, out of the know, house. I want to put the fire. You know, yeah. I want to light the fire and I want to stack the wood. Everybody has like a preferable way of stacking the uh, the heater and stacking the wood inside and. Uh -huh. You touched on something significant there about, you know, the guys want to do that. I mean, I'm wondering about the primal aspect. I mean, you know, the human species has been around for 10,000 years. And sauna goes back in many cultures in different forms for thousands of years. And, mm -hmm. you know, there's this primal connection we have to fire. Fire good. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm, I, mean, I think about that a lot with, uh, with, with another passion of mine, which is fishing. I started fishing when I was less than two years old and my mom and dad tell me that I was incredibly passionate about fishing at that age and uh, it has to be something very primal it has to be something that you know comes right. out of uh, from our DNA and from the spine and and uh, you know something from tens or hundreds of generations ago fire yeah. um, water uh, survival food. yeah exactly yeah. providing food catching something uh, you know picking berries picking mushrooms th those sort of things are something that especially for us Finns because we have an abundance of nature and everybody pretty much everybody from the population of five and a half million people spends generally speaking spends a lot of time in nature 
Yeah. And we, we spend a lot of time picking berries and fishing and, mm-hmm. and uh, Can know. I interject on that mm-hmm. one? Um, every man's rights. Yeah. Can you speak to that um, for listeners, what it is and what it means to Finland and yeah. the Finnish people? See, this might actually be quite an exotic thought or idea for, for many Americans. Um, in Finland, we have a thing called every man's rights, which means that every man and woman is is allowed to roam freely in nature, no matter no matter what the nature is, no matter who it's owned. Um, so you can't you. A lot of the land is privately owned, but everybody has a right to roam everywhere in Finland, except for in the immediate yard. You know, you can't walk into somebody's backyard yeah, and look and, in their window exactly, and say, "I got exactly. every man's rights." Yeah, so what's for yeah, breakfast? Right, right. <laughs> Which is common sense. Is. You know, nobody would do that. Nobody in their right mind would do that. <laughs> So, so Finns spend a lot of time in nature because nature is everywhere and nature is always accessible. You can just, um, you know, park your car when you see a forest and, and walk. And you, even if it's privately owned, you would never, ever, ever have to be concerned about the owner because for every single landowner as well, they all know that it's, you know, it, that's how it is. And it's right. a part of our culture. In the, and, the... and the reach, what, what makes ahead. it what makes it exotic for Americans is, in America, you, when land is privately owned, it's often fenced off and it has warning signs saying beware the dog or, you know, trespassers will be shot. Um, but in Finland, again, for hundreds and hundreds of years, basically for an eternity, uh, land and nature and forest has always been everybody's right. Um, so we don't even have a concept of thinking about land as as something you can fence off. You know, you can't ban people from entering it. Thus, the, there's so much to unpack on that. Um, thus, the connection to the Native American mm-hmm. culture. So that that was the philosophy, and, and still is in Native American land. We don't own Native American. Uh, um, philosophy is that uh, uh, land is not owned by man land is is with man mm, yeah yeah right and uh, and again some American might think oh poor poor landowners I, I, I bet they're suffering or fighting for their rights but 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 it's wrong I've never ever heard of a landowner thinking that they should have the right to uh, to you know, pull a fence around their land and ban people from accessing that that piece of land. That sort of mentality mentality does not exist. I think what comes with that also <clears throat> potentially is this idea of mutual respect for each other, mm-hmm. the, the human. You know, so you become. Uh, I think another word that comes to mind when I think of your country, Finland, here is uh, respect for for others. Yeah. yeah. So no one will go on land that's owned by someone else and um, take advantage of it. Exactly, yeah. And yeah. we'll respect you, you, it. Yeah, it's, it's again, for, for us Finns, it's kind of like common sense. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's something that we don't even have to think about because yeah. it, it comes natural. Um, but you're also right about the other respectful part of the other Finnish society and culture. Finland is a very equal society and, and it's, it's very flat in terms of... Um, in terms of social classes or differences between social classes. Um, and that all comes from a few things, but I think one of the main things, if not the main thing, is the fact that 
that Finnish education system is, uh, is very open. Uh, the education is free for all. We don't have private schools, so you, so you never get separated by, by the wealth of the family. You know, kids don't get put into the wealthy school or the other, you know, the poor people's school, um, uh, as they, generally speaking, do in, in some other parts of the world. Yes, you can buy, and, uh, buy good education, exactly, exactly. buy into college. Have you heard in the United States about this, this weird conspiracy about like Hollywood actors or famous uh, business people? I think it was out in California, you know, buying their way into USC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a court case. Yes, um, yeah, that's and right. People got convicted because they were they were cheating. They were bribing um, their kids to uh, to schools in a desperate um, attempt for a societal um, sta status. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. it's a status thing. It's an yeah. ego thing, and right. it's it's also uh, unfortunately it's a thing where if you don't have papers from a certain school. Um, it's harder for you to succeed, mm -hmm. whereas in Finland that doesn't exist because we don't have, you know, we don't have Ivy League schools where education would cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. University education is free for all, yeah. um, up to the highest level, and the Finnish education system has been ranked number one uh, many years in a row. I think now we're down to number two or three. So we, we we've lost the number one uh, spot, but um, but we're still up in like top right. five. Yep. And, um, um, go so ahead. so what I was saying is is the fact that kids never when they grow up they go to kindergarten, they go to uh, to elementary school, and they learn, or let, let's put it this way, they never learn that families from different backgrounds would be worth more or less. Every kid is equal. Uh, so you'd literally have the kids from uh, from families of the biggest CEOs in Finland go to the same class with kids from, un you know, unemployed families. And, uh, and kids don't, you know, when, when that's what they learn, that's how they grow up. And no envy. Exactly. And exactly. no greed. Yeah, you never get taught yeah. that there are different classes, different social classes. You know, everybody's playing on the same yard and everybody's friends with each other. And then this, the second time later on in adulthood, uh, when that same sort of setting becomes a reality, is inside a sauna. You know, when Finnish men or Finnish Finnish people uh, go go to a sauna, uh, a public sauna, for example, like like mine, my, like Flölu, um, which we'll come to uh, a little later. Um, everybody's equal. You know, everybody's in the sauna. And when you're stripped away from your clothes, you're stripped away from your, your wallet, um, there are no social classes. Um, it, it doesn't exist anymore. So you have the CEOs and the construction workers and the un unemployed sitting in the same sauna, sharing the same experience and enjoying the thing that we Finns love deeply. And, uh, and all titles and, and statuses are, are, are gone. Beautiful. Lolu, mm -hmm. the project. Lolu, Lolu. It's I know it's impossible. <laughs> Lo, L O W. Like Lolu. if you were, yeah. Lolu. Lolu. The U uh is uh. a tricky one, yeah. and combining it with the U is even trickier. Lolu. But it's a perfect name <laughs> for for the sauna restaurant, sauna yeah. facility. How did the idea come about, and how long ago was it? Um, so Lolu is um. Uh, just for the for someone listening who doesn't know, uh, Lolu is uh, is a public sauna in Helsinki by the water, 
um, but it's also a restaurant and a bar. Um, so half of the uh, half of the building, half of the uh, the the place is a spa, and the other half is a is a restaurant. I built it with one of my best friends um, three years ago. Um, we got a crazy idea that we should build the most magnificent sauna building in the whole world, and uh, and we set a goal, a very ambitious yet probably a bit naive goal that we want to build something that nobody's ever seen before, a landmark for the city of Helsinki. And we worked with, uh, with architects and basically gave them free hands, the liberty to come up with anything uh, they can ever imagine in terms of a, of a Finnish, you know, Nordic design, wood, uh, glass, a very sleek Nordic design structure. Iconic. Like yes, yes, that would become a landmark for, yeah. for the capital of Finland. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I think we eventually we kind of succeeded in what we what we set out to do. Um, just last year, Time magazine named Löylu as as one of their world's 100 greatest places. Um, so we made the Time you know top 100 list as the only place from Finland. Um, and one of the very few places from all of uh, all of the Nordic countries, and uh, and it's become quite an in important destination for people to who visit Helsinki from abroad to to see in Helsinki right. because it combines a few things that are that have appeal. You know, it combines award-winning architecture. Who is the uh, architect? Avant, like to give a Avant, shout out here. Avanto. Architect. Avanto. Avanto means the uh, the hole in the ice. Oh, it does. Yeah. So yeah. that's the name of the architect yeah. firm. Yeah. Well, yeah. how how fitting. And they're um, not really specialized in anything sauna related. It's, it's Avanto, just a great name. Uh, Avanto is a is a very Finnish <laughs> mm -hmm. thing. You know, yes. every Finn knows what Avanto is because we we swim in the winter time in the hole in the ice. Uh -huh. um, yes. Let me just so. rewind for those mm -hmm. uh, uh, not familiar listening to sauna talk. Um, <clears throat> two key words in in Finnish sauna culture and culture in general um avanto is uh by de by english definition do you want to say it or should i or? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a it's 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 a hole in the ice for winter swimming, swimming. yeah yeah and it's not all with the cool thing about avanto is it's not always 100 percent associated with sauna mm -hmm. some people um uh, and a lot of people a lot of people yeah yeah they they'll, do they'll, they'll go. cold swim irrespective of sauna yeah yeah a lot of people start their day before they go to the office They'll drive to the local Avanto. They'll take we're, a quick dip. We're talking November through March or wh yeah, wherever yeah. it is. Whenever when the sea freezes over, <laughs> that's when you have the uh, the, the Avantos and uh, or the lakes freeze over. Yeah, right. On. And uh, and and yeah, then they'll put their clothes back on and and drive to work, drive to the office. Let's talk about that for a moment. Mm -hmm. um, Avanto, cold swimming, um, ice swimming, all this, um, separate from sauna. Um, how do how do you feel that uh, for those never experiences? A lot of people listen to sauna talk may only know the sauna experiences. It relates to a health club, mm -hmm. Texas, California, who knows where in, in the U.S. Where there is no ice outside mm -hmm. and there is no sauna adjacent to nature. Right. Um, sauna aside, uh, that that um, in, in the culture of. of the Finnish people, Avanto, cold ice swimming. This, how is it um, important or uh, help healthy? Would you say? Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a ton of uh, 
science behind it. There's a ton of scientific evidence proving that uh, that the cold plunge is uh, is a very healthy healthy thing to do in general. You yeah. know, it shocks your body, but in a very healthy way. Right. Um, I don't go to the Avanto uh, without the sauna. So for my ritual of, of winter swimming or ice swimming is uh, is I start in a sauna. Um, I take a dip in the uh, the hole in the ice. Um, I go back to the sauna, back to the hole in the ice, and I do that usually four times back and forth. Yeah. Um, that's my ritual. But like we spoke about, a lot of time, a lot of times people here in Finland they do it even without the uh, the sauna. Right. A quick just energy. as an invigorating plunge. You know, it gets your blood flowing. You feel you. Surprisingly, for maybe some listeners, you feel incredibly hot afterwards. You know, your body heats up and. You're, generally generates yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of warmth the the science that Jasper is speaking of is this idea of, of circulation and uh, the the body has this internal mechanism to create warmth um, for those never experience it for those that operate themselves in 68 degrees Fahrenheit for 90 whatever percent of their lives uh, ne- um, have, have lost touch um, does the this Wim Hof come to mind mm-hmm. you know you know his yeah, work yeah yeah he's you know this ability to control your autonomic nervous system through temperature extremes the, the extreme cold but what he's tapped into um, is back again back to this whole primal connection yeah um, we become so uh, anesthetized to a very tight range of climate um, that we're losing something arguably agreeably by me uh, in, a, in our in our in our makeup when mm. we're not exposed to this uh, temperature extreme right right yeah 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 so um, um, go ahead you I think yeah that? I think you the, you were saying there's two very emblematic words in Finnish related to saunas that's and right. that I'm, I'm guessing the other one is Lölu which right. which is the name of my my spa and for those who don't know um, Lölu the Finnish word means the steam when you when you throw water onto the sauna heaters rocks it's the steam that's that's gener- generated Um, but it's also Lulu is also kind of like an abstract spirit of the sauna, um, and each and every you know it's the feel of the sauna, um, and each and every sauna has their own distinct Lulu. So for Finland, having 3.3 million saunas, we have 3.3 million different uh, unique Lulus uh, in those saunas. So not only is it is it the concrete heat and steam that's generated. Uh, you know the water that boils on the on the burning hot rocks, but it's also a very ab- abstract abstract uh, term. Thank you. The spirit of the song. And um, this is I'm I'm my number right now is 39 maybe 38 39. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 this is day 10 11. Uh, I'm keeping score. Yep. <laughs> but. Uh, Um, I was uh, I was asking a sauna pro, um, a, a gentleman by the name of Jarmo Letena, who I've had the pleasure of spending a few days with. He, I, I would I would give him a higher ranking. I'd call him an expert. A pro is one that gets paid for their work. Right. right he doesn't right. take a nickel for what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, so I, and he's an expert. He's been in a thousand different saunas in Finland, and mm-hmm. he takes this 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 beautiful practice. Uh, Very seriously. Yeah. Anyway, I was uh, I was keeping score, right? And I asked him. I said, Yarmo, um, the Finnish Sound Society. You know, we went into four different uh, hot rooms. Do I count the Finnish Sound Society as one, or do I count that as four uh, on my scorecard? That's four, exactly. Yeah. And because they're all different. Every sauna is different. And and he said, Yeah, every sauna has its own soul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah, it is. It really is. 
and for, for Finns who are quite, generally speaking, quite secular. We're, we're uh, as a culture, all of the Scandinavian and the Nordic countries are quite non-religious in a way, or we, we have a very practical uh, approach to religion. Um, in a way, I think sauna is the equivalent of going to church for, for some Finns. It's a, you know, it's, it's a place for your mind and body to, uh, to get purified. It's a place, place to, uh, to shed your daily stress and your daily sorrows and your daily concerns. And, and uh, it's a place of peace and quiet. And, uh, and a lot of those attributes uh, apply to, uh, to a kind of like a spiritual experience as well yeah you know I, I, I can imagine I don't I haven't done a lot of sitting in churches uh, myself but I can imagine uh, some people like to sit in a church for the same exact reasons why Finns sit in us in a sauna well said very good yeah. uh, I felt it I felt the spirit of uh, uh, it's a it's a place of, of very deep soul and mm -hmm. church can be that um, whether you're religious or not there's right. something powerful about the the place itself yeah uh, of course what's great about sauna and not to compare it to a church is there is this this uh, there's there's bathing mm -hmm. there's relaxation there's connectivity there's we are all equal there there are so many you know wonderful elements beyond a place you go um, you know and, and read the hymns and, and that so uh, Hy hygienics is another one. I got it. So I gave you a pair of Troxers, this mm -hmm. new this new product, and I brought um, just kind of skipping around on topics here. I, I brought like four pair of boxer shorts, and uh, and I've always wanted to wear the Troxers because I never know where my next sauna is going to be right. here in Finland, and it's been great. Now a lot of saunas are naked, but there are a lot of saunas that are co-ed, mm -hmm. Lolu included. Yeah. So it's been really wonderful just to have have that, and I've worn the shirt every day now. I think oh. after day three or four, I stopped trying to change shirts because right, right. what I'm leading up to is uh, I've never felt so clean mm -hmm. taking these many saunas. Exactly. And I think the people at Airbnbs and the hotels and the places I've been saying must be like, what's up with this guy? Because I have not yet used the shower right, in any right. of these places. Yeah. And I'm clean and, and uh, I'm super clean. Yeah. Um, well, we're, you're, you're not only cleansing your skin on the surface, but you're sweating out so much of your, your toxins. Uh, you know, it's a it's a deep cleanse yeah. essentially. That's yeah. what it is. Your yep. your body is pushing with the sweat. It's pushing a lot of the uh, impurities and and the toxins out of your system. Yeah. And and then you're washing it off after after a song. That's right. My next trip, I may not bring any bags. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> you know, yep. I've I've washed the socks because I've been doing some great hiking right. by the yeah. way, and we'll come back to that in a moment. Mm -hmm. There's something else I wanted to share with you about that um, as an observation, but. Uh, uh, I, some anyone listening that wants to do a sauna tour, I want you to. Uh, I want to encourage you to bring less clothes than more clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll be shocked at how yeah. clean you are. The other, uh, the other shocking thing is about um, sleep and being uh, refreshed. So, uh, um, you know, jet lag is always a thing, uh -huh. and I know you travel across uh, the Atlantic quite a bit. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the first day or two, I'll admit, I was a little out of it, but I got right on finish the finish clock. Um, but I found myself waking up like four hours after I went to bed, like totally awake after, and after an aggressive sauna mm -hmm. session, maybe two or three in the day. But I think my mind was just so like revved up with who I was visiting with and trying to um, document this trip, um, you know, each day that my mind needed to 
race through and, and process everything. Mm. And I'm like, okay, gotta get to sleep. And then, you know, it's a beautiful time of year here, May. Um, it's very light, mm -hmm. you know, 11, 11.30 at night, and then it's getting light at 4, 4.30 in the morning. So it's like, no, 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 it's too early, too early. But the, the moral of the story, Jasper, is that um, five hours sleep, six hours max, mm -hmm. and I'm popped up like, mm -hmm. where's the next sauna? Right, right, it's incredibly right. invigorating, this, this yeah. trip for me. And, and, and saunas, you know, Finns have, have known for centuries, that instinctively known for centuries, that, that, that sauna is, is very healthy. You know, it's 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 a part of for for us. It's always been a part of keeping taking care of our health. Yeah. Um, but not until the other recent years have we had significant science to uh, to back up those beliefs. Right. Exactly. And uh, and now there's bulletproof scientific evidence, uh, which I'm sure you've already touched upon on on, on the uh, on the podcast. Exactly. About how 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 really healthy sauna. This, actually is this you've touched on something really significant Jasper that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast and one of the reasons why I'm here in Finland right now is I want to stay to the positive but I also want to be realistic and talk about how sauna in my mind is at the risk of being marginalized and fragmented in, in the in the states mm -hmm. the country I know um, a lot of marketing uh, um, is, is being applied to these these positive studies about sauna uh, and being being applied toward what you and I know is not sauna mm. um, and that to me is dangerous um, dangerous territory and I and the fins that I visit with um, I, w I won't say they're kind of myopic about it or or, or tunnel visioned about it but um, what I love about the fins is like uh, the fins know what sauna is mm -hmm. in the process of good sauna good lolu good Cool, proper cool downs, uh, leaving your cell phone behind, there's no time, all of these elements of sauna that you and I experience. Um, and I, I mentioned to them, well, you know, this infrared thing, you know, people are marketing these uh, little closets that you can assemble in your living room in 20 minutes and in the same power requirement as a toaster, you know, plug in and you have these light bulbs and, and those companies are applying all the health benefits of what we know as sauna to that product, mm -hmm. and um, so you have that. And then another line that um, uh, a good friend of mine, uh, uh, um, Mikael Olin, uh, mentioned at a sweat summit, he says, you know, yeah, America's a land where 80% of the saunas are bad and, and uh, the other 20% are worse. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Um, I'm glad you said that. See, you're uh, getting a little American. See, when I say that to Finns, they're like, well, what happens over there? It's up to them. But, right. But you've well, acknowledged this. No, but this I mean, that, those would be Finns who've never visited an American sauna. Okay. It, you know, the, Let's the American saunas are horrible. Uh, you, they're built the wrong way. Um, you know, the sauna heater is, generally speaking, too small. Um, to a few rocks. Yeah, to a, to a room that's way too big, um, and it can't heat the, uh, the, the space. Ventilation. Uh, ventilation is a thing. The, uh, the, the seats are usually too low. You're supposed to sit quite high up in the, uh, With your feet, in the room. With your feet to feet the rock up, level yeah, or above. Yeah, your feet, yeah, exactly, to the rock level, level or above. So your whole body gets, gets heated by the, uh, the hot air. Yeah. And how about um, saunas at health clubs where the door from the low room, the, the hot room, empties out into a pool with that, that chemical? With chlorine? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I, I'd still say the, the, wor the, the biggest problems are within the, uh, the sauna room itself. Agreed. Um, the fact that, that most health club saunas have a sign 
banning you from throwing water onto the, uh, onto the sauna heater, where in reality, those rocks in every single sauna heater are meant, they're there for one reason, and one reason only, to have water poured on them. Because the lulu, again, the steam generated by that water, is a very essential part of the, uh, the whole sauna experience. You don't do a sauna properly unless you throw water onto the sauna heater's rocks. And then Americans say, oh, but it's an electric heater and you'll get electrocuted if you throw water onto it. The majority, uh, I'd say 99% of, of those heaters are, um, are made in Finland. And they're, each and every single one of them is meant to have water poured on them. Um, that's the purpose, the whole function of the sauna heater. Yeah. Um, so Americans are very afraid and, and there's a lot of uh, just misunderstandings when it comes to, uh, comes to saunas. Yeah. Um, does, does it bother you, like uh, say you're in the States and you go to a health club somewhere and you're traveling and you, you, you see a sauna do you go to sauna in the states yeah yeah i mean if i go to the gym I'll, i'll i'll use the sauna i'll sit there and and make the best out of it and i'll usually bring my own you know bottle of water or bucket of water that i can throw the water onto the uh onto the heater from which pretty much every single time results in in a heated argument with a local who who says you're not supposed to do that for various reasons and then i patiently explain that that I'm, you know, I'm a Finn and and this heater is made in Finland and uh, this is how what you're supposed to do with it and uh, and I, I get people try to educate me about the fact that it's a dry sauna and you're not supposed to throw water because it ruins the dry sauna and and uh, some people are afraid of get, getting electrocuted and you know different arguments against throwing water onto the uh, onto the rock so it's a it's a bit Um, frustrating at times to, to to do that, but I'm also happy to to hopefully educate more and more people into the uh, into the right sauna practices. Thank you. You know the right way of enjoying, right. truly enjoying the sauna. Because you know, it's it's um, the benefits are so great, mm. and to come up so short is uh, is is uh, um, not the best. Uh, it's not great for, for, for Finland or the word sauna. Um, we have our work cut out for us, and, I, and I'm, I'm really motivated now to, after this trip to, um, to change uh, culture in America as it relates to sauna. Mm -hmm. and maybe it takes an American to do it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or a team, yeah. a, right, a, right. a, a yeah. collaboration in a way. Um, I've been building great saunas. Uh, uh, th this is another great uh, thing for this trip is the saunas that I'm building in, the, in Minnesota, helping others, um, is, is good. There's a couple of small changes. Uh, um, I always put a, um, a, a crack along the bottom of the door for ventilation, mm -hmm. yeah. but I realize I need to be raising that up more like, I don't know, maybe 10 centimeters. Mm -hmm. The other thing I was always, um, uh, when I would build saunas or recommend is, Um, I would put a small mat over the floor uh, made of wood so you know your feet aren't on cement in the in the Lolu room mm -hmm. that, um, yeah. but I realize now it's I would almost call it like a platform or a third bench yeah I really love how when you step into the hot room you step up yes and then and then low bench then upper bench mm -hmm. and uh, I'm going to start building my saunas higher um, seven feet was always the height Um, but I realized that to get your feet at the rock level, we need to ramp that up more. Yes. Um, 
So these are really important alterations mm -hmm. to, uh, but the main thing is... And but, mm -hmm. but then again, they're very simple as well. That's so right. it's, you're building a real, real good sauna is not rocket science. It's actually one of the most simple things. As long as you know these little details, yeah. Yeah. The very basic principles, um, it's, yeah. it's probably one of the easiest thing you can build in, in, a, in a home. Yeah, or even better, separate from a home. Um, the sauna experience, the sauna is, a thing you do, it's a noun, it's a verb, it's an adjective, you know, <laughs> it seems. Well, uh, the noun part of it is I'm going to sauna, like it's a mm -hmm. place. Um, many saunas are their own buildings mm -hmm. with multiple rooms in, inside. Um, I think that's an, a real psychological advantage in that, you, you know, it's, it's representative of leaving your busy world behind. Mm -hmm. So you can leave your house or your cottage or your cabin and go to the separate building. You mentioned earlier mm -hmm. about the ritual of firing up the stove and, and getting that going, but how, how magical is it for you to, to have a sauna as its own, own place? Um, usually in a Finnish, again, a Finnish summer cabin that we all have and it's very dear to us Finns. Um, it's it's always a separate little little cabin, you yeah. know, your little own little sauna cabin. Right on, right on. Very simple, because um, yeah. it needs no insulation. Um, it, it's it's basically just a just a few planks, wood planks, like piled into a into a little hut, yeah. and then you have a sauna heater and the bench you sit yeah. on, and 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 yeah. that's that's all you need. A window, yeah, to look at, preferably to a to look outside and see the water. Yeah. You know, that's, that's waiting for you to yeah, exactly. plunge after. Exactly. Back and to Lolu. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, jumping around. I want to yep. be respectful to your time, but um, thank you again for our visit today. Absolutely. And uh, uh, the, the bar, the restaurant, the sauna, it's like slash, you know, mm -hmm. sauna slash bar yeah, slash yeah, restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Multifunctional. Uh, working with Avanto, the architect, three years old now. Time Magazine, 100 places to visit Wor no, in the world's world's 100 greatest places Is, isn't um, that amazing what so because time always has these top 100 100 yeah. lists they have the 100 most influential people in the world's 100 most people influential people and world's 100 this and that and, yeah and last year their top 100 listing was uh was world's 100 greatest places how often do you visit your your lolu Pretty, when I'm in Helsinki, pretty much every day. Okay. But I'm 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 traveling so much that that uh, I'm probably in Helsinki not more than three or four months a year, um, which is you know, it, Helsinki is still my home. But that's pretty much yeah. the amount of time I spend home nowadays. What does it mean for you when you go to Lolu and and um, what's your partner's name? Uh, actually, previous partner. I uh, I bought bought my business partner out mm -hmm. about a half a year ago. Okay. Okay, so it's all your place. Yeah, uh -huh. You uh, walk through the doors of your facility. Mm -hmm. It's your staff. Your, um, it's you. The, the Lolo is you. What does it feel like um, to overhear some guests, maybe certainly not, let's just say non-Fins, mm -hmm. um, talking in English, towels maybe coming out from the sea, um, their, their first experiences of what we, what I have to call authentic sauna, mm -hmm. but what you call sauna, experiencing the real deal. Mm -hmm. uh, um, what, what does that feel like to you to, to see people experiencing Lolu? Of course, it makes me proud as a Finn, uh, not not as the owner of the place, but as a Finn that that people have had the opportunity to experience something uniquely Finnish. Um, 
we Finns don't have a lot of things to be proud about. We that's how we feel about our, our you know our culture and ourselves. We all we've always felt um, this overwhelming sense of humbleness or modesty that that there's not a whole lot of great things coming out of Finland and sauna would be one of the only things that that we can actually be proud about and uh, and the fact that a visitor um, comes all the way to the one of the most remote parts of the world Finland and uh, and then wants to experience uh, something uniquely Finnish is uh, is a matter of pride for us and uh, and I'm, I'm so happy that I have a place in Helsinki that offers that chance for, for, uh, for visitors. Very good. Any future? Uh, well, okay. So when, um, when I visited your, when I visited your place, Lolu, um, <clears throat> I had the opportunity to go to the check-in counter and visit with the staff, and mm. it's full. Right. It's full. Um, can you speak to the occupancy rates of of Lolu? It's it's quite full all the time. Um, I'd say it's full every day. Um, it's it's become a place that is. Uh, I'd say half of the other visitors in the sauna are Finnish, uh, are locals, and the other half is uh, is tourists. And on an average day, you can you can have uh, Spanish and Chinese and Japanese and and uh, American English, British English, uh, f some French, and uh, and a couple couple of other obscure languages spoken in the uh, in the sauna. You, yeah. you know, you have a lot of different nationalities. And uh, but we what we wanted to do with Lolu is keep it extremely accessible. So despite it being kind of like luxurious in terms of the architecture. We wanted to make it incredibly accessible, so that um, you know, so that everybody has a chance to uh, to experience it. Mm -hmm. uh, we charged 19 euros for the entry, um, which, if this was in if Lolu was in America, I'm sure the other uh, entry fee would be at least 50 dollars. Exactly. So 19, one nine, um, you know, roughly 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. um, for an ex for a real experience. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so we we didn't want to price it at a premium, uh, premium price point because uh, that would eliminate the whole spirit of, of you know Finnish sauna in itself. The sauna should be accessible for for everyone. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's it's been an interesting three years. Right. Does it take much time for you now? You have good operator, good good employees over there, good operations. It seems to be tuned, you know, the the tuned on many levels. Mm -hmm. uh, the the lighting of the fires, the uh, the operations, the mm -hmm. coming and the going, and being full as it is. There's a lot of moving parts, people coming, people going, the towels, the check-in, the wristband. And the, how, um, um, maybe it's a twofold question: is um, how active are you in the day-to-day? -day? Um, how tuned is the operation? And what's your check-in points like as an owner of this facility? Well, I've, I've, I have a great team running the, uh, the, the business. So the, the team in Lolo is such a fantastic one that I really don't have to do anything else but just enjoy the, the sauna. When I go in, I, you know, I jump in the, uh, the sauna and then I eat something afterwards and 
and uh, the only thing I basically do is I keep 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 my eye on little details. If I see something wrong, I'll mention it, and mm -hmm. uh, I usually don't see anything wrong. Right. So it's it's uh, it it almost it almost runs itself right with right. with the great team of of people working um, in Lille. That's that's great because you don't need a phone call. You know when you land in New York or. Mm -hmm. Croatia where you were this week and right. say hey you know the stove is this or no 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 yeah, no, yeah. no no everything's everything's off yeah let's speak Easy. real quick to um go ahead yeah I have to run soon okay it's 11 30 almost okay um, can we walk is and I'm gonna ask you a couple questions sure yeah I'm going to the next building right across all right okay great <laughs> let's do it yeah man as yeah. so um as you think about a day for sauna um you wake up and you know you're gonna take a sauna and then you um Light the fire. Step in for round one. Uh -huh. uh, all of the all of these rituals that we've discussed. What's your favorite moment for a whole whole day for sauna? Even at the end, you know, after three, four rounds, like you said, where you you go to um, uh, you know you're going in the lake and all that. Um, is there a moment that that you love most about a complete sauna session? Um, yeah. It's, I guess it, they're the moments in between saunas, after a dip in the, uh, the sea or the lake. Yeah. Uh, just the, you know, the, the rush of feel-good hormones and, yeah. and the heat that's gener generated by your body. And, yes. And, uh, it's, and the very serene, peaceful feeling after. Um, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just... Yeah. Between sessions, maybe on yeah. the dock or yeah. right after a plunge. Yeah, exactly. Um, how about last question for you? We're stepping. Oh. In. Hey, I got to mention one more thing. What I love about your city is walking over to see you. Is there's a sidewalk for walking. Uh -huh. There's part of a sidewalk for the bicycle. Yeah. There's the car, and then there's a tram. Uh -huh. It's like freedom. Like whatever you want to do, however you want to get right. from A to B, right? Yeah, exactly. it's beautiful. If you I could, use these electric scooters. Yeah, they're cool. But there, add yeah. that. There's five options, yeah. or the city bike system. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. six yeah. things. Hey, um, uh, if you could sauna with anybody, Jasper, in the world, anyone dead or alive, past, present, um, an imaginary opportunity. What's the huh. first person that comes to mind that you'd like to sit on the sauna bench with? Oh man. Um, well, I, I I accomplished one of those uh, missions when Spike Lee came to uh, to Finland after we shot Black Klansman, and and uh, and I was sitting with Spike right in, on. in the sauna in Lod. And I, you I and you had was... been thinking, I want to do this as a goal, an intention. Well, not not actively. I uh, <laughs> not not really. Um, but but it's more. You know, it's one of those moments where you just go, oh, wow, yeah. it actually, yeah. Spike actually came to Helsinki and now we're sitting in a sauna. <laughs> so again, for a Finn, um, it's, a, it's a very proud moment because yeah. I got to uh, show something, you know, something uniquely finished and something that I love and uh, yeah. that's... It's contagious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, and I think good sauna is contagious. So we're on the road to better saunas. Here with Jasper. Thanks for visiting today. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's Thank so you. wonderful to visit yeah. with you. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you.